Welcome to Buttered Popcorn. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. We're in a new uh, recording space. I don't know that we've ever recorded here before. This is the first time for us. So we'll let you guys know how it feels to us. You won't know any different, hopefully. (laughs) So we're talking here today, 2021 movies, movies that we've seen that are This year. Now, I just said that there are some movies that we may talk about that have come out since Christmas, but we've always counted that in the next year. So every movie that we're talking about today is eligible for the 2021 Buttered Popcorn Awards. It's funny. We haven't had a show like that yet. Yeah. Well, it's February. Of course, we haven't had a show like that yet. (laughs) We haven't had the chance. But it feels normal. Like, this is what we... This is what we're made to do, Steve. <laughs> Watch movies and discuss them. Isn't that where isn't that the foundation of what we said? Man, I'd love to be able to have a podcast where we watched movies yeah. and discussed them. That was it. We're like the Siskel and Ebert of the twenty twenties. That you know what? Nobody else has dubs it, so we'll take it. <laughs> so how okay, how many how many 2021 movies have you seen? Okay, you didn't tell me you were going to ask me this ahead of time. Um, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, probably seven. Okay. So you stopped at five. Is that because there's five that you really want to talk about here, but there's probably a couple more that we're not talking about? No, it's just that um, I was only counting movies since we saw The War with Grandpa. Fair enough. I didn't go before that. But Ooh. I've seen a couple 2021 movies prior to that. Okay. So that's about where I'm at. I think I ended up saying I was at nine. Yeah, I'm at nine. One of those is kind of on the edge, but I'm counting it. So It counts. Where do you want to start? Let's start with The War with Grandpa because I saw that movie in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Weird. Yes. (laughs) And this was the first time for me to go to a movie theater since March. So in basically... Since March? 11 months. Wow. It was the first time. It was my return to the movie theater. Did you get popcorn? So, yes, obviously. Uh, I, I went to the movie theater thinking... I'm going to splurge on all my favorite stuff. Here we go. Because it's been so long. But when I walked into the theater, I was hit with the smell of the movie theater popcorn. And I just stopped right dead in my tracks. And this huge smile came over my face. And I just breathed in the smell of the popcorn. And I wanted to scream... I'm back. <laughs> I'm actually I'm back. surprised you did it. Like I wanted to scream that. It just felt so good. Like my heart was just dancing for joy inside yeah. of me, and I was like, "This is it." This okay, is it. so you got you got the popcorn. So I ha- I took my kids with me. Yeah, and so I wanted popcorn, but I didn't want to get like one bag of popcorn to share with my kids because then you got to like pass it back and forth. This is, and- this is the first time since March. Yes. Everything is going to be done correctly this yes. time. So I said, I'm getting my own bag of popcorn. And if you guys want popcorn, you get your own bag too. So everyone got their own bag of popcorn, plus other snacks and drinks. Yes. So we go into the movie theater. Oh, and I see all the like disinfectant wipes in front of the theater. So I was like, I'm grabbing like six of those. Because I don't trust these teenagers to have... Clean the seats yeah, and gotten rid of the COVID jerks. We didn't hire jurors. new people to work at the theaters. It's still the same <laughs> high schoolers that are just trying to make a buck. So the thing is, I'm trying to wipe the seats down with these disinfectant wipes. My kids don't care. They just want to sit down and eat their popcorn. Right. But they, they've got to stand for like three minutes while I disinfect the seats for them. But it, in the, which during that time, my daughter drops her bag of popcorn spills half of the bag of popcorn onto the floor, which is every moviegoer's worst nightmare. The spilt bag of popcorn. And I just looked at her and like all that joy that I had felt for like 15 minutes, it was like devastating. It was like I was at a funeral at that moment. (laughs) It's like someone important just died. Did you did you replace the bag? No. That was it. I didn't I just like she she still has half a bag of popcorn and other snacks. She's gonna be She's fine. fine. 
You know what the worst part about that is? Crunching the popcorn under your feet for the rest of the movie. Yes. You thought you swept it all under the seat. But there's a couple <laughs> kernels. It's always there. <laughs> okay, so this is important. This is important for the listeners to know. I was actually also at that movie, but we went. We didn't happen to run into each other, but we didn't go together. You had your seats a row in front of me. I had so. I was actually front row seat for the spilled bag of popcorn. <laughs> I watched this happen. And I, when Steve said the joy just felt like I, it left me. You could see it. Both him and his daughter head immediately hung down. And it wasn't because they were looking at the popcorn on the floor. <laughs> it was because it was like a funeral. <laughs> One you know what, though? My kids can't eat an entire bag of popcorn by themselves anyway. No, no, no. So like it, and it was a small bag. There was small I mean but we still, didn't get large that's bags. A lot for of popcorn. Each. Yeah. But still it was like oh hurts. Like, hurts. It hurts bad. It stings. So the the other good thing that I wanted to share about that experience that doesn't have to do with the movie, then we can talk about the movie was there was only three families in the theater. <laughs> Steve's family sitting in the row in front of me. Me and my boys sitting with me. And then the row behind us, another family. There were funny, very funny parts in this movie. And we've, also, we've already expressed how Steve and I are loud laughers in comparison to other people in the theater. And I thought to myself at the end... The family behind us is thinking, we went to a movie, it's just our luck that we went to a movie with two crazy people in two completely different families, but they didn't know that we actually knew each other. So the fact that we actually knew each other kind of allowed me the freedom to be a little bit louder than I normally would have. But that one family didn't know that we they knew had each no other. no idea. So they were like, they must have thought, these... Two guys are idiots. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I tried to think, was it that funny? Or was I laughing? Like, or was I building off of the laughter that was already... Ha- like, it was just building up, building up. You know what? It was not that funny. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, my, just have so much enthusiasm for, like, being back in the theaters that I wanted it to be, the like... That experience. So, like, you brought your A game. When something was mildly funny, I laughed like it was really funny. You were you were not going to disappoint, but I wasn't fake laughing. Like it was a genuine. It was, laugh. and the movie was funny. The movie was enjoyable. It was, my, it was, my boys loved yeah. it. I'm trying to think. I'm. Did I take all my boys? Now I'm thinking that maybe it was just. I think you made it. Okay. You know what? I love them all. But it was just Emmett. Okay. Good. Because I was thinking, wow, I'm a terrible dad. I can't even remember the other two being there. <laughs> um, what'd you give that movie? What do you think about it? So I give the movie three squirts, which basically means it's an average movie. Um, if you watch it, you'll enjoy it. It'll be fine. But it's not like a must-see movie. It's not like no. you have to see this movie. My, my feeling is, I said three squirts. If you had a 9, 10, 11-year-old, it's closer to must-see than, like, Emmett loved it. He thought it was great. So I'm just thinking about like that. For me, it was fine. It was There were funny parts. I laughed at it. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with my son. My, uh, my son told my other boys, we got to see this movie. You guys will like it. So, but for me, it was just a three squirts. Yeah, um, it was funny at first. Like the movie starts off, the first thirty minutes, there are several start. funny parts that I laughed out loud at. But as the movie continued, it seemed to get less funny. Maybe it was just more of the same types of jokes. And it I've already laughed that at that type of joke. I already two laughed or three at Christopher times. Walken just being on the screen. <laughs> I can't do it every time he's on the screen. I did it the first time. So yeah, it started off pretty funny, and then the laughs got less and less as the movie. It's went. like the director saying, "Guys, let's just wrap this up. Can so we just get this done." Um, the the pranks that were going on between the grandson and the grandfather. Um, 
The worst one was the snake. Um, Steve hates snakes. The worst one was the snake. The worst one, like, I was literally cringing and bobbing and weaving in my seat. I was physically reacting to what was happening on the screen. And I was even talking out loud saying, no, 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 <laughs> we cannot go there. My, I hate snakes. My son, I could see, was complete, was completely devastated when the grandpa basically destroyed the kid's Minecraft village. Yes, I can imagine if I did that to um, my son and his Minecraft yeah. stuff. It would have been devastating. Yeah, it would. You wouldn't have survived. But as an adult watching it, I didn't think any. That's that no, was kind no, of no. a weak. That was a lame was weak, prank. But to it me. got the kid. But it got the kid. The kid. Yeah, it breaks his. That, heart. that was that it. Was, okay, so that overall movie going experience that day. How many squirts do you give it? Overall movie going experience. I'm going to give it four squirts. Because the dropped popcorn? Well, the dropped popcorn drops it down a little bit. Also, the three-squirt movie drops it down a little bit. Sure, sure. But it was good to be back. But I enjoyed being back. Have you been back since? No, that's the only movie I have seen. But you got the itch. Yes. I check my phone every... I check the movie You're schedules. You're waiting for the 11 o'clock movie to come back oh, up. Oh, my goodness. You know, they keep postponing the AMC A-list, like, when we're going to start charging you for it. Um, now it's been postponed to July. Yeah. So I keep thinking I've got to make a decision on A-list and that decision is based on when they're showing movies, right. the right. timing of the movies. So they're helping you at least with that decision. Yeah, they just keep bumping it down the line. Right. So Okay, so I saw three other movies in the theater. Okay. Let me, let me mention these three and I'm going to put them in order from... From least to greatest, okay. I saw I saw two movies on back to back nights. All right, I took my wife to Waco. Waco is like her Pro Football Hall of Fame. If my wife for for Christmas said I'm taking you to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that would be like taking her to Waco to see Chip and Joanna Gaines fix her upper Magnolia stuff. Okay, and she's in heaven. So. How much of the Chip and Joanna Gaines stuff did you actually see? Like, what is there to I see? I challenged someone to say there's something that exists that we didn't see. Because when I realized that it was her Pro Football Hall of Fame, I said, I'm going to up my game. I'm going to take it all the way up. You want to see the first house they ever lived in? I found it. You want to find the first house that they ever bought for the show? I found it. You want to find this? You want to drive by there where they actually live now? Found it. You did that kind of stuff, oh, all the stalker we stuff. We did everything. I, but, was, I told my wife, I'm not pulling up onto their driveway. Is it? <laughs> is it like a, a tour? Like, is it like? Okay, so, there's a sign that says this was the first house that no, they bought, or no? So it is like you're just doing research and yes. driving to random places. Yes. Now, very creepy. Extremely, <laughs> extremely. However, we could have gone on a what they call a Waco tour. And the people that own that are actually friends with with the gains. So they'll take you to some of these places and drive you by some of these places. But I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, I'm cruising in my rental car. You, you want to go to where the places they like to eat? That's where we'll eat. Yep. I mean, we're getting in it. Like Tiffany now thinks she's best friends with these people. Never <laughs> met them one time. All right. So we just lost one of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. But we, but we probably gained two. No, because they don't know we're talking about it. <laughs> I'll put in the I'll put in the thing in a little conversation about Magnolia in Waco, Texas. Let's see if we pick one up. <laughs> so I say all that to say Waco's not a giant town. And with COVID and everything, things are closing earlier. And with temperatures and stuff, things are closing earlier. So even when we went to the Magnolia site, the silos, you couldn't stay past like five o'clock. So we'd go to dinner and two nights it happened. Well, three nights actually. The first night it happened, we decided we're going to take a red box back to the place that we were staying at. I guess I should talk about this, right? We <laughs> took a red box back to the place that we're staying at and decided we're just going to watch it there. Red box because the place we stayed at doesn't have Wi-Fi. So we can't watch Netflix or anything. 
we're also staying basically in someone's backyard in a small shed. It's a one-room shed. Well, I, I rent the movie Unhinged with Russell Crowe. It's basically about somebody who is having some road rage, but extreme, okay? Not my wife's kind of movie. I'm only going to say this. I think actually it is our kind of movie. When he bashes a coffee mug into the side of someone's head, that's when I knew we're not going to be finishing this movie. And sure enough, my wife goes and checks out the window. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, did you hear that sound? So we turn the movie off. The next night... Hold on a okay. second, though. You never finished Unhinged. Still never finished it. All right, but you want to. Yes. Okay, I definitely want to see Unhinged. It's like oh, it's, it, top, of the, top of the list of movies I'm wanting to see. It's a good one. Definitely falls into our type of movies versus my wife's type of movies. Okay. So the next night, we ain't doing that again. So what are we going to do tonight? She goes, she says, we could go see a movie. I'm like, you said it. She brought it up. Your wish is my command. <laughs> Anything for you, dear. Exactly. So we go see a movie. And uh, then the next night, the plan was to go to dinner and then go get some dessert somewhere and like call it a night. Well, we get some dinner. Dinner was so good. We can't get dessert. We are so full. And I'm like... Are you sure you don't want dessert? Oh, I cannot eat dessert. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's seven. We go back to the place, the land of no TV, and back to someone's backyard and just hang out. She's like, yeah, I mean, we could go see another movie. Your wish is my command. You only have one <laughs> wish left. <laughs> so we did that. It was great. Okay, so we saw The Marksman with Liam Neeson. You know Liam Neeson. It's typical Liam Neeson. You've seen a Liam Neeson movie? You've seen one. You've seen them all. Just different setting, different names. Exactly. Same thing. I did think this movie isn't actually like believable because <laughs> I'm going to slightly get political here. It's about a guy who lives on the on yeah. the Mexico New Mexico border, Mexico Arizona border. Yeah, Mexico Arizona border. And he owns land, but he also calls into the border patrol if he sees people crossing. So we already know who this guy is, okay? You know what his political affiliation is. You know everything about this guy. Except one time he decides, I'm going to take this these people in and keep them safe and not turn them into border patrol. I don't see that happening in reality. I just, I, <laughs> I don't. But what was it about them that moved him to want to protect them? Basically, he found out that the cartel was after them. Yes. That was it. He is a lawman. He was in the military. So the movie is the, him protecting these, this, these people from the cartel. The cartel is like... In Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they're back in the United States. Oh, of course States they too. are. Of they, course they got are. Their, they got their, their hands in everything. People. They're yeah. the bad guys. Yeah. So it was enjoyable. So, it was entertaining for sure. There were definitely a lot of question marks like, excuse me, what's happening right here? And this guy's definitely going to get arrested. <laughs> all right. How did Tiffany feel about the marksman? She Liam Neeson stuff loves Liam Neeson. She likes that. That's, she likes weird. the the bad guy gets his gets if, what he deserves. If I movie. told you a movie existed where it's about a guy, it's about a girl who goes overseas and she gets kidnapped and she gets pumped with a lot of drugs. She's going to be sold into sex trafficking. Okay, there's going to be blood. There's going to be a lot of killing in this movie. Okay, I just checked every box that is not a My Wife movie. Well, that movie's Taken, and My Wife loves the movie Taken. So, I don't get She's it. She's a fan. I don't, She's a it's fan. It's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. So, we saw that. It was fine. Two squirts. Two squirts seems Two squirts. low to me. If I put it in the... If I rated Liam Neeson movies only, it, it would be, be in the bottom really? section. But... I'm at a movie theater, I'm eating popcorn, I'm feeling okay about it. 
This is the worst movie theater I've been to in years. Worse it, than the one in Castle Rock? It was clean. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. I would have I would have paid twice the price to go really? to Castle Rock's theater. Now, I did pay $4. So Can't complain. I sat. They don't have reclining seats. They had regular old school seats. But when you sat in the seat, kind it of. reclined all the way. <laughs> it kept going back, kept going back. It reclined all the way till it hit the concrete behind you for the next seat. It like had no sturdy structure. No support it. whatsoever. <laughs> and if you didn't lean back, if you tried to sit forward, it leaned forward. Wow. So I'm like propping like my feet up ride. on the seat in front of me, pushing but also pulling to get a perfect position. <laughs> so maybe that's why he got the two squirts instead of the three. Okay, well, that does not discourage me at all from wanting to see this movie. No, no, no. And I will see it eventually. It is a Liam Neeson movie. It's yes. exactly what you would expect. Then we saw News of the World. Yes. And, and maybe we saw these in the reverse order. I don't know why I would have chosen The Marksman over News of the World. But anyways, News of the World was fine. It was three squirts. It was probably the worst Tom Hanks movie I've seen in a while. Even though I did hear something that he believed it was one of his his best acting performances of all time. Really? I felt fine about him. Everything good about the movie wasn't as long as I wanted it to be. There's people chasing them, but that doesn't last as long as you'd like it to be. There's a story about his wife. You don't get as much as you'd like it to be. Everything seemed to be kind of just, man, if you would have given me 10 more minutes of that... Or if you would have given me a little more information about that, I think I could have bought in a little bit. But when the movie was over, I was like, okay, great. I'm, I have no feelings about this person. I have no feelings about this girl. So um, I don't know what this movie is about exactly, but Tom Hanks is rescuing a girl and they're trying to get back to civilization. It's set like in the 1800s okay, in the so, Wild West. Okay, pretty good. Pretty good. It's after the Civil War, okay? Got that. Pretty close to after the Civil War because there's still unrest in the South as they're trying to sort things out. Who's, whose land is what, things like that. Tom Hanks, his job is literally going from town to town reading the newspaper. Not everybody can read. So they would come together, they'd pay a dime, everybody would pay a dime. And he would read the newspaper, but he would have like six, seven, eight different newspapers. So he'd pick out the stories that he believed these people wanted to hear. I was actually intrigued by that. That's interesting, yeah. But there wasn't enough there. There wasn't enough opportunity to see that kind of unfold all the way. But, I mean, jam-packed houses. He's reading and everything. He's traveling to another town. Sees, sees a wrecked carriage. People killed. Obviously, there's a... There's a piece about um, blacks still not being welcome. One of the people in the carriage was black, and he's being he's been hanged in a tree. So he think he thinks, wow, this is it. Then he sees this girl. Come to find out, this girl. The story is that she has been that an Indian tribe had slaughtered people that had come on their land and had taken this girl and raised her as their own. But the girl was so little that she didn't know it. She believed she was still in this Indian tribe. So these people's job was to go get her. They were bringing her back. Carriage was killed, blah, blah, blah. Now Tom Hanks, not knowing what to do with this girl, he's given directive. You either stay in this town and wait for the general to come back and say what to do, or you take the girl yourself. And he's like, I guess I'll take her because I got to go. There's a story. It sounds good. It Everything was good, but it, every piece I felt like just missed. Was it Tom Hanks' greatest performance? Absolutely not. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It would have got knocked out in the first round of the Tom Hanks bracket. That I feel, I feel very strongly about that. It was three squirts. It was good. It definitely had potential to be four, even five squirts. The pieces of it, I'm like, I'm intrigued by this. I'm intrigued by this. You never, you only saw this Indian tribe one random time and we had no real interaction with them. You would think that they would be like trying to get this girl back or something. I don't know. But there was no, 
There was nothing there. Oh, and she didn't know any English. Yes. But he taught her how to speak fluent English. In like 10 minutes. <laughs> this is perfect. We've all seen those movies. Okay, so that's a three-squirter. I did see a four-squirt movie in the theater, and it was Crudes 2. The Crudes 2. The Crudes 2. To me, this is an early front runner for best family movie and best comedy. Double dip. Double dip. Nice. It is, I think I texted you and said, I want to say it's five squirts, but I, I don't know that I have it in my heart to say Crudes 2 is five squirts. So, so it was my first movie back. So maybe I had a little bit of that. Too. When, when we went to see The War with Grandpa, one of our options was Crudes 2. And I was kind of pushing for that because of your recommendation. But Kennedy was like, no, Crudes are stupid. Like she just had was so close-minded. I don't want to see the Crudes. That's dumb. So you missed it. War with Grandpa was something that Cody and Kennedy both were like, yeah, yeah. let's go. We, when we saw Crudes 2, there was no other options. And when I told my kids, hey, we're thinking about going to the movies, they were like, they would have gone to see a blank screen. <laughs> they were like, oh, yes. Can we get popcorn? Sure. <laughs> so that's what I was dealing with. I laughed so hard in this. I laughed harder than I laughed at War with Grandpa by far. In fact, there were t- multiple times. I'm sitting on the end of the row, and I had kids in my family look down the r- row and say, Dad, stop. Because I think they thought I had gotten out of control. But I was just... I need to see it. I will see it. You need to see it. I will see it. It's good. Four squirts. I might see it by myself. But I will see it. Oh, that's what Kennedy gets. Yeah. It is. So it's good. So that's our movie That's our movie going experience for 2021. Yes, it is. Uh, is um, that true? So yeah. my birthday was this week. I thought about it yesterday that we didn't... This would have been it. It would have been like tomorrow would be the movie day. Like, we're going to the movies. We're going to see four movies. Um, but that's not happening. No. <laughs> However, uh, your dad did send me a text that made me laugh. He basically said, I hope you have a five-squirt day in his Perfect. text. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we're making an impact on the lives around us. That's. I don't think that was something we wanted to do, but we have done it. Yes, it's like blim blam. Did you watch a movie on your birthday? <laughs> I did not watch a movie on my birthday. I watched a movie yesterday, which was the day after my birthday, and I considered it my birthday movie. Do you want to talk about it? Or are you holding it? Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So this is your birthday movie. All right. I watched the movie Shadow in the Cloud. And you talked, you brought this up last show as one you were looking to see. Yes, I read about this movie and it, it, the I concept intrigued me. I wanted to see it. So I watched Shadow in the Cloud. What's the concept? Well, the concept is it's World War One. There's a plane that's about to take off going on a mission. And at the very last second, this girl jumps on board the plane. And the guys in the plane are like, who are you? What are you doing here? Get off our plane. And she's like, no, I've been assigned to this flight. She's got papers. They show It's the, official. She, they look at the papers. They're like, well, these are official papers, but we don't know who you are. We don't trust you. We don't want a woman on the plane. And she's holding, clutching this satchel, you know, this attache case, this package okay. she has. And she says, this package that I'm holding is the most important thing on this airplane. Whatever we do, we have to protect this package. Fuel. And, uh, and it's top secret. You can't know what's in the package. Not fuel. So everyone's mad about... That she's gotten this clearance. Who are you? To think she's better than us. Yeah, she's acting like she's better than us. So they basically force her to go down into this bubble that's underneath the plane. It's the gunner seat. Yeah. So she goes down into the gunner seat and they lock her in down there. And she's got to fly down there because we don't want her up here with us messing, you know, messing, messing what, things up. Yeah. So the 75% of the movie is her in this gunner's bubble. And it is brilliant because so much is going on. 
up in the plane and you don't see any of it. And her reaction to what's going on up in the plane, you hear noises, you, you like hear some conversation. Her reaction to everything that's taking place was incredible. Okay. Like she carries the movie and. And the satchel. Yes. Well, the, the satchel actually is up in the. She didn't she, take the satchel she's down. She separated the, from the satchel. Okay. If the person that gave her the papers knew that she did that. She's separated from the satchel. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Okay. Now I'm getting it. Okay. I'm with you. So she's very worried about what they're doing up there and the satchels up there. But also, they're being attacked by um, Japanese fighters. I don't know anything about World War One. That sounds like World War Two. Yes, it does. But they're being attacked by these Japanese fighters. And so she's in the gunner seat. She's like blowing up Japanese planes. Okay. She's like doing incredible stuff. Now, there's also gremlins on the plane. Literal creatures. Gremlins. They're like giant bat creatures. And these giant bat creatures are destroying the plane. The plane is going to crash if we don't kill the gremlins. She can see the gremlins because of where she is on the plane. But the guys who are up in the actual plane, they think she's nuts. Because she's telling them, hey, there's creatures creatures out here. They're destroying the engines, you know? And so she's trying to fight the gremlins. And they think she's crazy. Okay. Um, Okay. So there's definitely some sci-fi. There's... Some action. There's a lot going. There's sci-fi. There's action. There's drama. There's I don't I don't know. I, I I'm classifying this movie as a thriller. Is it a war movie? Yes, it's a war movie. Was it better than Midway? Well, I think it. Well, I just had to ask. That's a, <laughs> yes, it was better than Midway. Yes. How, how many squirts do you give Shadow in the Clouds? So I'm going to give Shadow in the Clouds. Five squirts. It was everything I wanted the movie to be. There are a few scenes that are like unrealistic. That could never happen. But I didn't go to this movie or I didn't watch this movie to see a documentary on World War One. Exactly. I wanted to be entertained. Yep. This movie was so entertaining. What I was, was the last movie you gave five squirts to? I don't remember... Off the top of my head? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> yes, it's been a long time. This movie, uh, by the way, the actress in this movie is Chloe Grace Moretz. Chloe Grace Moretz. I didn't know who she was. Um, She's in a lot of stuff. But when I watched this movie, she was incredible. So after I watched the movie, I looked her up and I saw she's been in a lot of stuff. So I shame on me for not knowing who she was. I'm gonna be checking a movie that she's in out later this weekend, probably. Well, I Tom and Jerry. Is she in Tom and Jerry? She's in Tom and Jerry. Well, we are going to see Tom and Jerry. Are you really? Absolutely. So well, there you go. uh, This movie, I don't see any way it is not nominated for a buttered popcorn award. I don't see any way there's going to be three other movies. That were better than Shadow in the Cloud that bumps it out of the nomination. So okay, let's ask this question. You know our new category. Could it could it fit in our new category? I don't know enough about it yet. I haven't seen it. So I am right now. I would nominate it for best thriller. Okay, that's the new category okay. thriller. I would nominate it for best thriller. However, this movie could be nominated for best action. Okay. It could be nominated for Best Drama. And Best Movie. I mean, you gave it five scores. So I'm going to nominate it for Best Thriller. And Chloe is She's certainly up for Best okay. Actress. I mean, she carries you know the what? movie. Honestly, if you can remember her before, until the end of the year, she deserves to be nominated. Because that's usually what happens to me. I'm like, who are the actors and actresses that were not... Uh... So she, to me, she's like Anna Diarmas. So when I watched... Knives Out, I never heard of Anna Armas, and she was the star of that movie. Yeah. And since then, I've been like targeting Anna Armas movies. That's Chloe Grace Moretz now. You're doing like, the same? She's the new Anna Armas. Like, I'm going to be targeting movies that she's in. Yeah, she's in a lot of movies. Because she did such a great job in this film. And 
she was superwoman. Like at the end of the movie, I just thought to myself, she's superwoman. Like she did what no man could ever do. Okay. She gave birth? She did not give birth. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was just giving a guess. I was giving a but, guess. You're not far off. She did something that no man could ever do. Well, there I'm is... I'm excited to see the movie. There is a mother aspect to the movie okay. that motivates her to risk things and do things. Um, and so I don't want to say more than that because I don't want to give away the plot okay. and the twists. But I'm putting it on my list of movies to see. Um... Okay, so I saw, I don't know if you were the one that told me or somebody else, I saw a movie Midnight Sky on Netflix, Mm -hmm. George Clooney. Yes. It was fine. It was disappointing. Two squirts. I don't have anything else to say about it. (laughs) When I get, when I see post-apocalyptic, that, I like that kind of stuff. Okay. It, it, it had some pieces, but at the end of the day, it just... It fell into the pocket of it was a Netflix movie. Like it was fine. I enjoyed watching it, but when it was over, I couldn't really tell you anything that I liked about it. It was just so. There's that guy. Mark that on my off my list of things to talk about. Okay. <laughs> well, I saw Midnight Sky. I thought it was. Oh, you fine. did see it. So it was you. I give it a three squirts. It's it's an average movie. There was aspects of it very intriguing. Um. Yeah, there, but were par- it, there were parts of it. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm interested in if they took if they went down this road, I'd be interested in what's going on here. But we didn't get en- we didn't get enough of that. There is the connection at the end with him and yes. uh, the astronaut that was kind of surprising and good. I w- I wanted I would have liked to have a few more pieces that weren't like. A few more pieces that I could have got, like, once hearing that, going, oh, like, I see. There was some clear pieces, but, like, you know how, you know what I mean? I'm really talking in very weird sentences right here because I'm trying not to say too much. (laughs) But who's going to go see a movie after I said it was fine? Whatever. (laughs) Well, I don't think. There's two squirts. Yes. Okay. Somebody listening is like, ooh, I'm going to write that one down, two squirter. (laughs) Someone's taking notes. <laughs> I want to know if anybody actually, when they hear us say, I would recommend you see this movie, puts it down on a list or something that says, I'm going to see that movie. I think there's like 60% of people who listen to this podcast who disagree with me. And so if I say, I recommend this movie, they're like, nope. I'm checking that off my list. So that's the person that. To see. So that's the person that wrote down the two square movie as one to see. Good to know. Yeah. So there, there are those. Yeah. Okay. I did. I talk about Wonder Woman eighty four. I, I feel like I briefly let's, did. Let's talk about Wonder Woman eighty four. It's still on your list to see. At some point, you're going to see it. Yes, I have not seen it yet. It definitely wasn't the first Wonder Woman. First Wonder Woman, I thought was great. It was great. It was the great. best of the DC movies. The things that were great about the first Wonder Woman movie are the things that they lacked in this movie. And that's surprising because everyone loves the 80s. Everyone is nostalgic for the 80s. Best decade ever, right? And, and so to have Wonder Woman in the 80s doing 80s things, it should have been a magical, it's wonderful because Wonder Woman experience. wasn't doing 80s things. She was just being Wonder Woman. Everybody else is doing 80s things, but it's almost like it felt forced. Like you're you're doing that because you wanted to show me, oh, see, this is the 80s. But it, but it had, had no real connection whatsoever to the person. So like Wonder Woman, that movie could have been set in any time period and it wouldn't have missed anything because exactly. the 80s had nothing to do with the movie. 100% accurate. It was just... It happened in the 80s. Exactly. 100% accurate. But like, you know the action sequences in Wonder Woman where it would like slow down? It like, the way that they filmed them, it was like she's fighting and then it would slow down and you see the bullet come through and things like that. They didn't do that hardly at all in this movie. Also, 
there's two bad guys in the movie. One I I, I liked. The other one I couldn't really get behind. Cat lady, you know, <laughs> I couldn't really do it. Um, I gave it three squirts. I do think that it was a movie that I would have liked better in the theater because it was a big action movie, but definitely wasn't up to par with the Wonder Woman. It was up to par with DC, with other DC yeah, movies. Yeah, other DC movies. But it wasn't up to par with Wonder Woman. So. Hmm. Well, I'm still going to see should, it. You need to I'm see it because I need to get another... I'm basically like the only person I know who's seen it, so I need to get another person's perspective. Well, my brother-in-law, Adam, saw it, and he said, you didn't miss anything by there not it seeing it. There it is. So... There it is. Uh, but you did miss something because you have a movie podcast. Yes, and I need to see it to be able to talk about it. You do. You do. Um, okay, I, I have two other movies. What do you have? All right, I'll talk about the movie Horizon Line. Okay, this was on your so list. Shadow this, of the Cloud and Horizon Line, they were on your list. Yes, Horizon Line was like high on my list because it just seemed like the kind of movie that would grip me. Um and I give it three squirts. It was fine. It's an average movie. You want to watch it, you'll be entertained for an hour and, and a half. What kind of movie is um, it? Action? Well, here's the plot of the movie. And by the way, the plot is shallow. This is a shallow film. Okay. It's not plot driven. No, no, no. Um, and I guess, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's the correct way of saying it, but here's what happens in, in Horizon Line. This couple, hires a pilot to fly them to an island in the Bahamas for a wedding. And it's just the three of them on the plane. And while they're in flight, the pilot has a heart attack and dies. So now the couple have to fly the plane and they don't know how to fly a plane. To make matters worse, the instruments on the plane are damaged and are not giving them accurate readings. Damage from his heart attack? Well, there's things that happen in flight okay, that okay. damage the instruments. So they don't actually know which direction they're flying. So are they going towards the island? Are they going further out to sea? They don't really know for sure. There's also a storm that they have to fly through. Of course. Um, they're also running out of fuel. Of course. There are also things on the plane that break that are going to cause the plane to crash. And so there are scenes where they have to literally go outside of the plane to fix parts of the plane so that they don't crash. So they're hanging onto the edge of the plane. So there are moments in this movie that are very intense and uh, like very scary. Okay. Um, but eventually, you know, they're going to... That's it. That's the movie. They're going to have to land this plane either on land or in the, on water. Yeah. And so that's what the movie's about. Um. And me saying all of that sounds awesome. Like, me saying what I just said right here... That sounds like a decent movie. Sounds like... If you said that, I'd be like, I have to see that movie. Sounds incredible. You know? Yeah. But it's not as incredible as as I made it sound. Well, I was thinking, in the moment, it probably feels pretty good, but then it's over and it's like, okay, what was the point? I just like watched these people take a flight and either they made it or they didn't. Well, there were, yeah, I mean, that's what happens because there's no depth to the characters. You don't right. really care, you know, whether they live that's or die right. or they, yeah. that they get to the wedding or, you know, you just want to. I already forgot about the wedding them. part, Steve, so I don't care about them getting to the wedding. Yes. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, though, there is some foreshadowing. Of what should happen later on in the movie. Like, I see this and I think... And I'll just tell you what it is. She's standing in this shop. And uh, on the wall, there's a shark's head. That's been, like, taxidermied and mounted on the wall. And its mouth is open. And she's standing in front of it. And you can see it behind her. It's like it's about to eat her. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's huge foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the movie. So, at the end of the movie... They're in the ocean, and you see this shadow of a shark swim underneath them. And I'm like, all right, now's the the shark scene. But there is no shark scene. Because right at that moment, a boat comes and plucks them up out of the water. And there was the shark never even no shark approached scene. them. And I was like, no, 
You can't show me that shark in the beginning of the movie and not give me a shark at the end right. of the movie. Like, the shark has to attack them. They have to be in trouble from the shark. So okay. I don't want to see it now. That disappointed me. I wanted to see it because I was interested in the wedding, the color scheme. Yes. But we may not make it there, so <laughs> I'm out. Plus, I'm never going to a wedding that's going to be in the Bahamas. This would be the only experience I was going to be able to have. Well, the, it, it's it's three squirts, so. Okay. I saw two other movies. Netflix movies. Okay? One is a trilogy. All right? So get excited about that. It's the final movie in the trilogy. Trilogy is called To All the Boys I Loved Before. Oh, yes. Okay? I've talked about... The first one, I don't think we ever talked about the second one. The third one is like, I just am having to finalize the trilogy. Like, I can't, I can't watch the first two and then not watch the third one at this point. Because the first two were good. My wife enjoyed them. Um, this one basically is the two lovebirds, if you will, are graduating high school and they're about to go to college. But what does that mean for their relationship? Are they going to the same college or are they going to different colleges? So there isn't actually a lot of like, like I could see high school seniors who are dating someone actually thinking about these things. It seemed very real. Um, it was good. Three shorts. Yeah, I saw the first one, but that's it. I haven't. Yeah. And I don't plan on no. watching the other two. Fine. That's fine. The first one was the better of any of them. The idea that she'd written these notes and give them to... Yeah. She didn't plan on giving them to other people. So, the first one was the best one. I then saw Finding Ohana. Finding Ohana is a kid's movie, I would say. But it's very Goonies-esque. It's about basically these kids who... They have to move to Hawaii with their mom to take care of their grandpa... When they do, they find this journal, and this journal is about this treasure, and they follow the journal to try to find the treasure. Funny, good, you actually like the characters, like you buy into some of the characters and who you like. I really enjoyed it. It it was not as good as Crude's 2 when I'm thinking about like nominations for a film. But I definitely thought, oh, this movie could win Best Family Movie. Like that's like that's how much I enjoyed it, and my kids really enjoyed it. So, Finding Ohana. I will watch it. It's on my list. It's it's worthy. It's worthy of a view. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I'm. I'll say four squirts. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> I'll say four squirts to it. It was four squirts. It was four squirts. You know, years ago, we said we were going to do squirt sound after everyone. Yes. And it's the only time we had people ever tell us, don't ever do that on your show again. <laughs> well, that's because the squirt sounds were just us going... Exactly. <laughs> and... What does the butter really sound like when we're squirting it? It more sounds like I don't know what it sounds like. And they like. don't it's not really a squirt. It's just a steady stream of butter that comes That's out. That's true so. because you're not pumping it anymore. You're just pressing the red button, <laughs> butter button. Which did you get butter? Oh, in well, the little cup? Yes, in the little cup. Yes. Guys, I appreciate them taking but the precautions. But make sure they gave me enough and there was salt in there. It was enough butter in that little cup. So, um, I do want to talk about, I'll, I'll be quick, I guess, but I saw the no, movie Map of Tiny Perfect Things. It's on my list. And I give it three squirts. However, of all these movies that I give three squirts to, it's the best of these movies. Okay, so I give it, I actually give it like 3.5 squirts. Okay. Um. Just to separate it a little bit from These the other three squirt separate. movies. Yes. So the map of Tiny Perfect Things is kind of like Groundhog Day. Where there's this boy who is stuck living the same day every day. And he doesn't really know why. Uh, but 
he discovers that there is also a girl who is stuck living the same day every day. So they get together. Instead so of going through this. They're not living the same day together, together at first. Not at first. But when they realize that they're the only two who are living the same day every day again, why not? They do it together. Might as well. At this point. And what they start doing is they go throughout their town and they're finding all the perfect moments that happen in a day. And they're making a map of it. So he's an artist. He's drawing a map. And, um, you know, what, what's good about this town? What's good about life? You know, what matters in life? And so... The tiny perfect things. The tiny perfect things. So they find, like, these kids who have a treehouse and they've strung up some lights on the outside of the treehouse. And then at twilight, they plug in the lights and the lights come on. And you just see the joy Sounds on awesome. the faces of these kids. And they're like, that's a perfect moment. The things that we take you know? for granted. Yes, the things that we take for granted. They see this old woman who no. wins a hand of cards. Oh. And she stands up and she does this little dance to celebrate. And just that image of her celebrating winning a hand of cards was one of their perfect moments. I'm that was it. one of I'm it. seeing this movie. They see like this guy, he's a janitor in this big, you know, building, and um, no one's around, and there's a piano sitting there. So he sits down at the piano and he plays this piece of music that is incredible, and no one sees it. But they saw it. And so one day they decide we're gonna let him know that we saw it. So they go there and they're waiting for him to play the piano. And when he plays it, they start applauding. And he looks up and he's like embarrassed at first, like he's been caught. But then he stands up and he takes a bow, you know. And it was like no one recognized his true talents. Yeah. They just treat him like a janitor. The movie sounds you know? inspiring. Um, so the boy is falling in love with the girl. But it seems like the girl is not falling in love with the boy. And here's the part that Playing I hard to here's get. the part about the movie that I struggled with is she wasn't as charming as the boy, and I kept waiting to see like she has to do something charming that makes her desirable, and they wait too long in the movie for that to happen. Now it does happen, and when it happens, it's good, but I they should have done it sooner in the film. Yeah, yeah. There's also a mystery. Because every night at like 7 p.m., she has to go. Like, there's something she has to go. And he's like, you don't have to go. Like, I'll you're going to live the day again tomorrow. But every day at 7 p.m., she's gone. And he wants to know what's going on. And she won't tell him. And when you find out what's going on, it connects all the dots. And it, and it makes sense. I'm going to make one guess. She's been waiting years for her mom to make gyros for dinner. <laughs> the day that she's stuck in is the day that she actually got the gyros. So 7 o'clock sharp is dinner time. You got to be back. And she's just munching on those gyros every night. You know what, though? Uh, you're not far off. Uh, the boy... I felt it. I felt the power. The boy is trying to figure out how can we get out of this endless day. And the girl is resisting that. It's like, I don't want this day to end. She's more content. And there's a reason why okay. she doesn't want this day I am, to end. I am there's something it. that happens. This movie, although you gave it less squirts, sounds more enjoyable than Shadow in the Clouds. I just moved it above the list. Well, it depends on what kind of film you're interested True. in. You're right. You're right. I mean, I just watched the trilogy. So, yes. So, I'm probably closer to that right now. And I also want to mention that I watched the movie Bliss. And it was on Prime. I give it three squirts. I, so, I give War with Grandpa, Bliss, Map of Tiny Perfect Things, Horizon Line. I give them all three squirts. They're fine. The movie Bliss stars Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek. And basically, it's told from the perspective of a drug addict. Which is neither one of these people. And the idea is how drugs destroy your life. But the person who is addicted to drugs has no clue that their life is being destroyed. Uh, they think they're living the good life. 
Okay. So it's told from the perspective of the drug addict who is living this great that life. That sounds intriguing. And you get glimpses of the perspective of their loved ones. And throughout the movie, you, you wonder, like, why are the loved ones so concerned about this person? They're, they're living this good life. You know, and at the end, you realize, oh, that's because the perspective that we were seeing this from was so skewed. Okay. That uh, they were me. out of touch with reality. You got me. You and me with that. I may have given too much of the plot away there by saying that, but... No, I, I mean, you could have just said, it's about a drug addict, but let me ask this question. <clears throat> Is Owen Wilson ever funny in it? It's not a comedy. I didn't ask that. I don't remember laughing at Owen then why Wilson. why is he in it? Why does he do that? You know, Adam Sandler tried to do some movies where he wasn't funny. Why do people, so, why do people try that, though? By the way, I watched a little bit of Armageddon the other night. Okay. And Owen Wilson was hilarious in Armageddon. Of course he is. He was so funny in Armageddon. Of course he is. He's funny in every movie he's in except for Bliss. He just, yes. He said, you know what, Selma Hayek, you can do the comedy. I'm going to do the drama. <laughs> All right. Well, we've had a good start to 2021. It's been more of a search for movies to find. And I do think that, that some of these movies we probably wouldn't have seen in a regular year. Because it wasn't going to come out in theaters. So it was like like Bliss. I don't know if that was going to be a theater or an Amazon Prime only movie. And I don't know if we would have ended up seeing it because of that. I think we're ready to roll now. Because I've been targeting 2021 movies. Yep. Those are the movies I want to find and watch. But in January... It was harder. There weren't very many yeah. 2021 movies. But in February, I started seeing more popping up. And now I expect they're all going to start coming out. These are the new movies. So, so we're I, ready to roll. I don't necessarily want to talk about these, but I do want to say I made a list of seven movies in the month of March that are coming out. Just the month of March. And there's seven movies that I want to see. Raya and the Last Dragon. It's the new Pixar movie. Chaos Walking. It's with... Tom Holland, a movie called Boogie about a, a Chinese high school student who wants to be a basketball player. So it's like trying to mesh these two worlds. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Okay? So get excited for that. Uh, the Courier... It's kind of a political movie. Benedict Cumberbatch, he plays, I don't know, a guy who's being asked to spy on the Russian, on Russians for people. And he's just a regular guy. So he's like, wait. Um, movie called Nobody. Got a guy who's retired from killing people, basically. But somebody finds out that he's still alive. And so they're coming for him. So he protects his family and stuff. Very John Wick-ish. And then Godzilla vs. King Kong. Okay, I have only heard of two of those movies. The one about chaos yes. and Godzilla vs. King Kong. Okay. The other movies I've never even heard of before. Not even the Nicolas Cage so, one, huh? These are movies that are coming out in the near in, future. In March. In March. These are what we have to look forward and to. That's just the ones that are so, coming out that I'm interested in. Godzilla vs. King Kong, I expect it to be a three-squirt movie. But I intend to see it in theaters just for the sake of seeing big monsters fighting each other on a big screen. I don't want to watch this on my phone or on my computer. No. Or on my TV. No. I want to see it in theaters. Yes. And I'm going in with low expectations. So I should walk out very satisfied. You absolutely should. And I still have to watch Godzilla King before, of the monsters before I watch or... this. Sorry, nobody liked it. So I got to watch it though to watch this because the characters are the same. Okay. Not just Godzilla, but the actual human characters. I don't know what next month has in store for this show. Maybe we watch a lot of movies and we still want to do something like this again. Maybe we don't. Maybe we do it. We've talked about doing a director show. Um, so I like just seeing what happens. Nobody, nobody cares right now what we're doing next month. 
Nobody goes, ooh, what are they going to do next month? Well, I'll put that on my calendar. Because you can't put it on the calendar because no one knows when we're going to record. <laughs> so this is my encouragement to Steve and to our listeners. Watch movies. Enjoy movies. Be excited for what our podcast might bring. And trust us a little bit. If we say you should see this movie, at least see it. Worst case scenario, you don't like it and you can tell us, oh, I didn't like that movie. That's the, that's the wisdom I've got for the day, Stephen. Worst case scenario. <laughs> what about you? You got any you got any wise thoughts you'd like to say before we leave? Um, no, I'm going to save my wise thoughts for the next podcast. That means he's thinking of what they're going to be <laughs> so that he can then say them. Which is good. That sounds like us. This is Kyle. And this is Steve. We'll see you next time. Thank you.